0: Hi guys, and welcome back to the Mystery and Comedy Old Time Radio Podcast. Please welcome back to the show for our month of September performance, Mr. Arch Obler, in his Lights Out Old Time Radio presentation. In this first episode, we find an old man who is a con artist, and who is not leading women to a well-paying job, but leading them to their own graves. He has conned a bunch of women in saying that his wife and him need help. He is the only one that lives in that home. But it is not a home of love and peace. It is a home of death. Until. He is one day overpowered by a young woman who has come for revenge, knowing that the old man has killed her sister, and it is called Murder Castle. And in the second episode, we find a man who is outside on a beautiful morning digging in the ground for to plant a new tree in his backyard when all of a sudden as he's digging he ends up hitting a hard surface and does not know that it is a grave and digs and digs until he sees the grave He tells his maid, who is an old woman, to come out and look at the grave. She tells him not to dig it up, but he he goes out to the village to find some men to help him dig it up. And as the men dig it up, the old lady comes out and tells them to put it back unfortunately an accident happens and the men end up dropping the coffin on the old woman it is over 1500 years old and when the man who dug it up pries it open he finds a woman in there but it is not just a woman it is a pagan god, and the pagan god ends up striking her vengeance and ends up killing the man. And it is called We Have Dug It Up. I hope you guys enjoy Mr. R. Chobler and his two performances on the show for his Lights Out program this morning. If you like the show, please comment and subscribe, guys. And always remember to enjoy the show. Thanks.
1: Life. tell you this frankly so if you wish to avoid the excitement and tension of these imaginative plays we urge you calmly but sincerely to turn off your radio now
2: this is Arch Ovaler. tonight for Ironized Yeast, one of those chilling stories so many of you like its title murder castle but before we begin Frank Martin with a
1: question You know that without food, you couldn't live. And without enough vitamins and minerals in your food, you may feel only half alive. If that's how it is with you, if you're losing weight, losing your pep and ambition, and if vitamin B1 and iron shortage is what's to blame, then listen. Ironized yeast tablets give you both vital substances, vitamin B1 plus iron. Today, ever so many people who were short on these substances Tell how ironized yeast help them regain glorious pep and strength and needed pounds, so now they can really enjoy life again. Remember that name, ironized yeast tablets. And now, fight out, everybody.
3: I tell you, Captain, it don't make sense. We picked her up, walking down the street, saying the same thing over and over again. Why, well, she's as goofy as they come, I tell you. Listen to her yourself.
4: Revenge.
3: revenge, revenge, revenge. Revenge, revenge, revenge. Yeah, listen to her, Captain. Over and over again. Such a young and pretty girl.
4: Revenge, What could
3: have driven her out of her mind like that, I ask
4: you? Revenge, 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 revenge revenge Revenge!
5: yes yes what is it i
4: i'm looking for mr henry stewart if you please
5: oh oh you mean about the advertisement
4: yes that's right i got here as soon as i could that's all
5: right that's all right as long as you got here that's all that matters Come in, come in.
4: Oh, thank you.
5: Uh, just uh, put your suitcase down there. It'll be all right. Thank you. Uh, now, if you come right this way.
4: Thank you.
5: Uh, just step in here, Miss... Uh...
4: Malone. Ella Malone. Oh, yes,
5: of course, Miss Malone. Now, then, you'll have a chair, please.
4: Oh, thank you. Uh,
5: there we are. Now then, Miss Malone, uh, to be perfectly frank with you, I wasn't quite expecting you today.
4: Oh, I'm truly sorry, Mr. Stewart, but you see, I I took the wrong train and I... Well, I had the hardest time finding the house.
5: (laughs) I do hope you will forgive me. Of course, of course. Don't give it another thought. Promptness may be a virtue, but we all can't be virtuous, now can we? (laughs) Now then, um... You're here in answer to my advertisement. Yes, sir. You wrote me. Oh, yes, yes, of course. You're the young lady from, uh... uh from Queensville. Oh, yes, Queensville. Uh You uh, have my letter with you? Oh, yes, sir. Right here, sir. Mm? Oh, oh, yes, yes. Mm. Mm. Now then, uh, your friends know you came here, of course.
4: There's no one very much interested, Mr. Stewart.
5: Oh, oh, oh. oh come now. A pretty young girl like you, no young bows, and so on, so
4: on. No, sir, there's no one. I mean, sir, you can depend on me to give all my attention to my work.
5: Very commendable, very commendable indeed. My work, as I wrote you, is entirely confidential. My philanthropies are, to a great extent, entirely sub-rosa, no fuss, no feathers. You understand what I mean? Oh, yes, sir. As my secretary, my affairs will be entirely in your hands, my checking account, my finances, and so on, so on, entirely in your care.
4: I understand, sir.
5: It's uh, quite a responsibility, and uh, you're quite a young woman. And as I wrote you, the bank...
4: Oh, oh, yes, sir, I understand. (sighs) The bond, I brought the money for it, three hundred dollars. I've got it right here, sir. Oh, fine,
5: fine. That's very businesslike, yes, indeed. Uh, I'll give you a receipt, and there we'll be. Uh,
4: Mr. Stewart. Yes?
5: Oh, my pen. Oh, oh yes, here we are. Uh,
4: my money. Uh, will I get it back from the bank any time I leave your employ? I mean, when you want me to.
5: Hmm? Oh, uh, yes, of course, of course. Uh, now then, here we are. Received of Miss Nellie Malone. Ella. Oh, yes, of course, Ella. Memory isn't quite what it used to be. <laughs> That's why I need a good secretary.
4: I'm very good at remembering things. Oh,
5: you are, you are. Now then, we are. guess this receipt is in good order. Received of Miss Ella Malone, $300 to be deposited with the merchant's bank as surety bond and to be returned to said Ella Malone upon request. That's my signature. Now then, how's that?
4: I'm sure that'll do very well, sir.
5: <laughs> now uh, then... Uh, you have got my receipt, but I...
4: Uh... Oh, oh, I beg your pardon.
5: <laughs> not at all, not at all. Of oh,
4: course, I have it right here. I am sorry. Oh, well,
5: I understand the excitement of your trip. Here
4: it is, Mr. Stewart. You see, I had it already in an envelope. Now, if you'll open oh, it... Oh,
5: no, no, not at all, not at all. Bank can do that when I send it to them in the morning. Now, uh, just put your purse down there, and I'll show you through your new home.
4: Yes, Mr. Stewart. Now, we'll
5: go right up these stairs. Yes, sir. Oh, yes. You find I have quite a place here. Three stories high. And every inch of it, my own design.
4: Rather dark.
5: Oh, oh, oh careful now, careful. Oh, I'm all right. <laughs> Mustn't hurt yourself. <laughs> Hardly the way to start a new job, now, <laughs> <is it? laughs> Oh, now then, here we are. Got a nice room for you. Very nice. Fact of the matter is, you can choose any room on this floor.
4: But... Mr. Stewart, your daughters. Daughters? Yes, won't they object? You said any. Oh,
5: yes, yes, my daughters. I did write to you about them, didn't I? Yes, you did. Uh, well, never mind about them. They're upstairs studying. <laughs> now, right here. I suggest that you take this room, at least for the night.
4: Whatever you say, Mr. Stewart. Ah, get the light on. There
5: we are. Nice, isn't it? I...
4: I've never had such a large room. If you've got one a little smaller... On the
5: contrary, my dear Miss Malone, you'll find this one small enough. Perhaps a little too small. (laughs) Yes, indeed. Entirely too small.
4: But, Mr. Stewart... Locking the door... Mr. Stewart, why did you... Mr. Stewart, why did you lock the door? Mr. Stewart? Mr. Stewart, why have you shut me in here? Mr. Stewart, please. Please answer me. Mr. Stewart, please let me out of here. Mr.
6: Stewart, please let me out of here. It's getting dark in here. What?
5: Mr. Stewart, let me out. Yes, yes, Miss Nord. There's no doubt in my mind at all that you're the very person I want to employ as my housekeeper.
4: I'm very glad to hear that, Mr. Stewart.
5: Of course, the matter of being housekeeper of a place as large as mine calls for definite qualities, you understand, of course. I always
4: do my best, sir.
5: Well, one certainly can't ask for more than that, no, indeed.
4: Your wife, maybe she'd like to talk to me?
5: My wife? Oh, yes, of course. I wrote you about my wife, didn't I? Yes, sir. Uh, Well, my wife is out shopping. As soon as she returns, you will meet her. I'm sure she'll find your recommendations as satisfactory as I did.
4: Makes me very happy. I've always wanted to work in a fine house.
5: (laughs) Now, uh, about money.
4: Oh, any salary you want to pay me, Mr. Studi, it's it's all right. I just want a chance to show you how good I can do your work.
5: Very commendable, yes, indeed, very commendable. But uh, we must agree on a salary. I'm the sort of man who has respect for money and expects a similar respect in others. Oh, yes, and speaking of money, you'll be wanting to open a new bank account, I suppose.
4: Bank account? Yes,
5: it's my principle that everyone employed by me should have a savings account. Bill's character. I'll open an account for you in the morning. You can transfer any of the bank accounts you have back in your hometown up to my bank. Convenience, you know.
4: no, oh, knows? I haven't got that. Hmm? I haven't any money in the bank back home. I, I took it all out. Oh, oh. It wasn't much anywhere. I got what was left of father's insurance money after my mother died.
5: Oh, yes, yes. Um, Well, now then, supposing you leave all your things here and uh, we'll go look over the house,
4: hmm? That'll be very
5: nice. Here, right through this door.
4: I'd be glad to be working in such a big house.
5: Right this way. Oh, yes, yes, quite an establishment here. Designed it all myself.
4: I'll work hard, Mr. Stewart.
5: Oh, yes, yes, I'm certain you will. Now then, right down these stairs. I'll show you everything downstairs first.
4: You have a washing machine?
5: Huh? Oh, yes, yes, yes. Everything modern, everything convenient. High, wide basement. There you are. Now, watch yourself. It's uh, just a little dark down here this time of day.
4: Oh, it is a big basement, all right. Could hang up plenty of washing down here.
5: Oh, yes, yes, indeed. Now, if you'll just come this way.
4: You... You
5: building something down here? Building? Oh, yes, yes, indeed. Always building, always changing, always remodeling, changing, changing, changing. My hobby, always changing things. Hard to keep clean? No, no, don't you worry about that. Everything will be cleaned up in short order. The bags of sand and concrete, concrete mixer, everything will be out of the way. It won't bother you at all. No, not at all. All right, <laughs> right this way.
4: You're, you're making more room?
5: Oh, yes, yes, indeed. With nice, clean concrete floors. Here. Look at this one kind of dark. Oh, come on, come on, get closer. All my own work. You see, the floor is still wet. I like concrete, don't you?
4: Yes, it it is clean.
5: Yes, covers everything. You know how deep that concrete is? Three feet deep. Yes, ma'am, three feet deep. And I just poured it an hour before you honored me with your presence. Three feet. That'll make a mighty thick slab of stone, won't it, Miss Nord? Thick enough to cover. You uh. ah Yes, indeed. A fist at the point of the jaw, still a most effective soporific. Uh, you're quite a light woman, my dear Miss Nord. Up you go, and in you go. Face down. What an unusual bed you lie in, Miss Nord. Sinking down and down and down. And the concrete will harden. And I... uh, I guess I will have to get myself a new housekeeper.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, let's lean back now and relax for a moment. Let's take time out from tonight's amazing lights out story. The story of a strange, mysterious mansion, and the one woman who entered those doors and was never seen alive again. Let's turn during this brief intermission to a much more everyday situation and a question that's much easier to answer. An angry girl is storming out of her friend's house. And her friend says,
4: What can be wrong with Lucy these days? She crosses a bear and she's losing so much weight she looks terrible. She's just no fun anymore. Well, you know what that well-known nutrition authority says about how improper eating due to wartime living may cause a person to become deficient in vitamin B1 and iron, and how you absolutely need enough of them to keep your right weight and energy. Why, well, I come to think of it, that was Ruth's trouble when she got so run down. So she took ironized yeast tablets. And you know how grand she looks and feels again now.
1: Yes, friends. Any number of people who, due to vitamin B1 and iron shortage, were losing weight, losing strength and energy and interest in life, tell how ironized yeast tablets help them regain glorious pep and strength and needed pounds. So if you're short vitamin B1 and iron, don't wait. Go to your druggist this very night and say,
4: A bottle of ironized yeast tablets, please.
1: And now back to our lights-out story of Murder Castle
5: Hello 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 is this the employment agency This is Mr. Stewart Mr. Henry Stewart I'm interested in employing a nurse for my child. Oh, uh, someone preferably unattached who can live here with my wife, myself. No, 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 just send me their names, addresses and references and so on. Uh, I'll send you a check for the services. My address is 424 East 7th. Yes, that's right, just their names and addresses. Yes, yes, I'll send you a check. <laughs> Goodbye. Oh, yes, yes, I'll be there, I'll be there, I'll be there. What is it?
4: Is. Is Mr. Stewart in?
5: Oh, yes, 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 indeed. Won't you come in? I'm Mr. Stewart. Thank you. Huh. Uh, you're answering in regard to. Uh,
4: material position. You wrote me a letter.
5: Oh, yes, 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 indeed. Uh, won't you step in here, please? Thank you. Now, you sit there, I'll sit here. We'll get better acquainted. Put your suitcase down there in the place, Sora. Now then, I'm afraid I didn't quite get your name.
4: Ray. Betty Ray. You wrote me.
5: Oh, yes, of course. I remember you distinctly. Uh, Now then, you have my letter to you just to sort of refresh my memory on the circumstances, don't you know?
4: Oh. Well, I'm sorry. Eh? I didn't bring it with me.
5: Oh. Well, then, suppose you tell me a little more about yourself uh, and all that's happened. But then, Father, see you off the train, I suppose? Oh, no, sir. It's,
4: It's the way I wrote you, Mr. Stewart. I... I'm quite alone.
5: Oh, yes. Well, but uh, first there's the matter of the surety bond. I wrote to you about that, didn't I?
4: Yes. Yes, you did. Ah,
5: yes, I felt quite certain of that.
4: Mr. Stewart, I was wondering... Yes? Have you had many secretaries?
5: Why do you ask that? I want to know. why do you ask that question? And what
4: happens to them after you hire them? Tell me what happens to them.
5: Young woman, just who are you?
4: My name is Betty Malone. Malone. Betty Malone. My sister Ella came here a month ago about a job. And I want to know where she is. Do you hear me? I want to know where she is. I
5: I don't think I quite know what you're talking about.
4: Why do you lie to me? Why do you lie to me? She was here. She was.
5: Oh, then what makes you so sure?
4: A letter. You wrote her. The first one. I waited a whole month and then I came here. And as soon as I saw you, I thought something was wrong. And now I know there is. My sister Ella, where is she? You've got to tell me.
5: What if I tell you again that I... Don't know what you're talking about.
4: I- I'll go to the police. They'll make you tell the truth. I know she came here. I know she did. <laughs> Why do you laugh? Why?
5: Because you're being a very foolish young lady. Very foolish indeed. There's no need to get excited. <laughs> of course your sister's here. And very happy, too. She. She's here? Yes, yes, and very happy, too. Well, then take me to her. Please take me all to her. Right, all right. No need to get excited. Of course, I'll take you to her. I intended to all along. I was just having a little joke with you. <laughs> Is she all right? Is she? Of course, defect? of course. Now then, come right along with me. Come right along with me. Right along with me. Yes, yes. She's right up here. Been with me for over a month.
4: Why didn't she write? Why didn't she tell me? Now
5: then, i done this hall, and you can ask her that for yourself. This.
4: This isn't a trick,
5: is it? My dear young lady. <laughs> you have easily the most suspicious mind of anyone I've ever met. Why, I'm quite a helpless old man. And you always have recourse, as you put it, to the police. <laughs> Here we are, right in this room. I'll go right in.
4: All right. Well, it's locked.
5: Well, lock on the door and she'll open it for you.
4: Ella? Ella, it's Betty. Let me in, darling. It's Betty.
5: What do you know? It must be asleep.
4: Ella, please. It's Betty. Your sister, Betty.
5: Well, now, she certainly is a tight sleeper. But she can't be sleeping. Open the door. Please open the door. All right, all right. No reason to get excited. Quickly.
4: Open the door quickly. Now,
5: now, don't excite yourself needlessly. There you are. Go ahead. You open the door.
4: Ella, it's Betty. Ella, what...
5: Now then, my dear Betty, we understand each other clearly, don't we?
4: Ella... Dead.
5: Nothing like a complete understanding now, is there? Ella... Dead. Oh, it wasn't so difficult. I shut the door, sealed it, and nature took care of the rest. Ella... Dead. She died quite easily. Much easier than others. Why? You mean, why do I do it? It's a very simple explanation, young woman. This is my business. Yes, yes, my business. Some men make their fortunes in stocks, some bonds, some in business. And this is my business. Why? 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 Why is any business conducted? Profit, my dear. And I've made quite a neat little profit. Oh, yes. And a very safe one, too.
4: Ella.
5: Yes. Yes. And you're the very first to come wandering about looking for one of my uh, customers. The first. And I assure you, the last. Oh, yes. Thirty women have come in my front door. Ella. Thirty-one, including you and Ella. Uh, come on along. No. I'll tell you all about them. You'll find it most instructive. Yes, indeed. Now, come. Don't.
4: Don't hold my arm. Oh, but I
5: must. These colours, they twist and turn. Oh, yes, it's best I hold your arm. Get lost easily around this house, <laughs> my most interesting house.
4: Where are you taking me? Ah,
5: yes, there were thirty before you. Most interesting array. I used to read the want ads in small town papers, and then I'd write letters. Oh, most interesting letters! I needed a secretary, a housekeeper, nurse. Excellent salary. Unusual accommodation.
4: Um, how else I knew this had happened? Indeed,
5: and they brought all their worldly belongings with them, generally in a suitcase. Little here, little there. Why, sure, it's been most profitable. Now, in this room, for example. No
4: no don't open that
5: door no perhaps it would be better not to the one in here came to be my housekeeper oh let me see how long ago was it oh well no matter she came as a housekeeper and after she went into a uh, retirement in that room I found in her suitcase such interesting bonds. why I tell you my eyes fairly pop right my head oh yes it's the uncertainty that makes my little business so very fascinating Killed 30 women. Now, let's go down a little way now, down here. Don't make me pull you along. Killed 30 women. wasn't difficult. Most women are such fools, anxious to believe what they want to believe. They came
4: here for life, and you gave them death.
5: Ah, you're the smart one. That's why I'm even bothering showing you my work. I never did the others. And showing you around won't do harm. You won't be talking long.
4: 30 women died.
5: Now, in this room, uh, let me open it and show you. No.
4: No, don't make me look. No, please don't. No.
5: See? There's no reason for excitement, just an empty room. Uh, that's what she thought when she went in here. Then I pressed this button so. <laughs> and the floor flopped open as she stood on it, and down she went. Down, down, down. Guess into what? A pit of lime. Oh, dear. <laughs> oh, yes, I tried out so many different ways of killing them. You wonder why they'll never find me out? Well, I'll tell you why. Because I'm much too smart for all of them. Oh, not perfect crimes. No, nothing infantile. But just cleverness in choosing the women I do my business with and an equal cleverness in doing away with them. Oh, yes, indeed. Now then, what was I telling you? Oh, oh yes, yes, yes. Why, they'll never get me.
4: They'll be seeing you. It's done things in
5: my head. No, corpus delecti. And if there is one, no evidence of violence. Ah, there—that's the secret. Were you very frightened, sister? Uh, hell of quicklime. There was no corpus delicti. After that, I can tell you. <laughs> Not when you bury them in a slab of concrete. Ah, yes, that's the secret. I could only have been with you, little sister. And now, this room—let me show it to you. I—I I think this will be your room, my dear. So, oh, were frightened? you frightened? See the door? Airtight. Airtight. Yes, indeed. I'll open it. The room—amazing sight, isn't it? No doors, no windows. I could have helped you, Ella. Now, I'll shut you up inside the room. Then I'll close the door and press this button here like this. You hear that, little one? You hear that? Pumping, pumping, pumping. And guess what is pumping?
6: Ella, Ella, my hair. Air.
5: You hear me? Pumping the air out of the room. Yes, that's clever, isn't it? (laughs) You breathe, and soon there'll be nothing there to breathe, and then you'll die. And if the police do find your body, no mark of violence, nothing but asphyxiation. A most mysterious death, they'll say. In time, they'll decide it's all quite natural. Embolism, heart attack. Oh, they'll think up a fancy name to clear their files. Yes, indeed, they always do.
4: It isn't right for him to live
5: with the Now, first, off with the pump. Now, my dear, I think you'd better step inside. Quickly, now, so I can close the door and go about my other work. Quickly, I tell you. No, wait. Wait, wait for What? I want to
4: give you something. What can
5: you give me that doesn't belong to me already? Chris. Gun.
4: Get in there. Get in that room.
5: Gun. You had a gun in your purse all the time.
4: My father. I brought it for the man who... Get in there. No, room. No, no, no. What are you going Get in there or I'll press the trigger. Get in there I'll kill you. No, no, don't you. Don't. Get. I'm an
5: old harmless man. Get. I was only fooling. I wouldn't get. hurt you for the world. Oh. Oh.
4: Revenge.
0: It's right to revenge, isn't it, Ella?
4: He said to press this button, Ella. The pump. It's running, Ella. Listen to it. It's killing him the way he killed you. It's right to revenge, isn't it, little sister? Right to revenge. 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 Right to revenge.
5: air. It's going out. The air. Shut off that motor out there. You hear me? Shut off that motor. Pumping out the air. Pumping it out. The pipe. Air going out. I can't reach the pipe. Shut it off, you devil out there. Shut it off. It'll kill me. Kill me. It's getting thin already. Shut it off. I'll give you anything, anything you want.
7: Shut off that pump. I can't
5: die. I won't die. I'll tear the walls down. Let me out of here.
2: Here.
5: has got the web here. Let me out. Let me out. Well, my ears can hear Drums breaking, blood in
6: my mouth, my eyes, no air, breathing, air, give me air, breath of air, air. Revenge, revenge, revenge,
4: revenge, revenge. Revenge, revenge, revenge. revenge.
2: revenge. Revenge. Yes, listen to her, Captain.
4: Revenge.
2: Over and over again.
4: Revenge. Revenge. Such a young and pretty girl. Revenge, revenge. Revenge.
5: What could have driven her out of her mind
4: crazy like that? Revenge. Revenge, revenge. What, I ask you? Revenge, revenge.
1: Well, Mr. Obler. And I suppose they all died happily
2: ever after. You um, put things so sweetly, Mr. Martin. Mm -hmm. The dark corners of the human mind are the deepest dark, I believe, of anything in the universe. Speaking of darkness, how would you like to turn back the pages of that nebulous stuff known as time to the Sakhalin of Tsarist Russia? Uh, You mean right now, Mr. O'Bloom? You know the answer to that as well as I do, Frank. It's always after you've had your say for Iron I.G.'s. Remember, friends, if you're deficient
1: in vitamin B1 and iron, if that's why you're so under par in weight and strength and energy, then get ironized yeast tablets right away. Now, of course, a rundown condition may be due to other causes. If in doubt, see your doctor. But if you're simply short vitamin B1 and iron, remember, ironized yeast has been so successful in such cases that it's sold on this, no risk, money-back basis. If you don't begin to eat better, to look and feel much stronger, peppier, and more alive, the cost of the first bottle will be refunded to you in full by Ironized Yeast, Box IY, Rahway, New Jersey. Now, uh, what is this about Sakhalin? Isn't that the Russian
2: island up above Japan? Yes, but Our story concerns itself only about the Sakhalin, or Sakhalin, which was used as an an execution ground, and a, well, it was a sort of a macabre education ground, and a devil's island against the enemies of the Tsar. It's a strange story of man's inhumanity to man in one of the strangest places this world has ever known. But be with us again, as usual, next week.
1: Yes, tune in next Tuesday again for Archibald's eerie story Sakhalin. And if you need more vitamin B1 and iron, be sure to try ironized yeast. But remember, there's only one ironized yeast. You'll know it instantly by the yellow and orange package and by the big letters IY on the container and on each tablet. Taking care of those hard to replace white shoes is easy. Buy a shoe white that's more than just a whitener. Buy EnerGene shoe white, made by cleaning specialists, makers of famous EnerGene cleaning fluid. It not only whitens your shoes, but its cleaning and conditioning action helps EnerGene shoe white give you a smooth, even, long-lasting job. So use EnerGene shoe white. It keeps your shoes looking better
0: longer this is the Columbia Broadcasting System
2: Arch Obler's lights out everybody This is Arch Obler bringing you another in our series of stories of the unusual. And once again, we caution you. These lights-out stories are definitely not for the timid soul. So we tell you calmly and very sincerely, if you frighten easily, turn off your radio now.
3: Ah, it is a nice day. (laughs) Yes, I agree with you, Mr. Starroke. It's as nice a day as I, too, have ever seen. (laughs) I remember a day like this when I was about twelve. Mother took me into London to see the king's palace. That was Edward. And I had on a green suit and I... (laughs) But that wouldn't interest you now, would it, Mr. Sparrow? Funny, I never went back. Less than a hundred miles away... And I... Morning, yeah. Mr. Eh?
6: Jeffrey.
3: Uh-oh. Oh, good morning, Mr. Elkington.
6: Hello, Mr. Jeffrey. Oh, kind of late in the season to be planting now, ain't it?
3: Oh, I, I wouldn't exactly say that, Mr. Elkington, not for what I'm planting. Now,
6: what would that be, might I be asking? A
3: tree, my friend. Oh. A nice, strong catalpa tree. My son sent it to me all the way from Exeter.
6: You don't say catalpa tree well now. I say, could I be giving you a hand with that shovel, Mr. Jeffrey? No, oh,
3: no, 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 thank you kindly. I like to dig in the soil, and the exercise does me good. Thank you
6: kindly. Sir. Oh, well, then I'll be off on my business, Mr. Jeffrey. Good
3: the morning to Good years. morning, Mr. Erkington. Good morning. Well, it is a good morning. Yeah. The rain certainly softened you up, didn't they, Mr. Ground? Nice and soft. Nice and soft. <coughs> Going to dig you a nice deep hole, Mr. Catawba. Ah. Nice deep hole, so that your roots will have a good, firm start in life. Yes, indeed. Ah. Well. <laughs> That's not the way to act, Mr. Crown, throwing big boulders in the way of my shovel. Mm. Mighty big stone, too, from the sound of it. Dig you up, Mr. Boulder? It takes me a week, yes, indeed. Big stone, all right. Keep after it, that's all. <laughs> Died all these years in the corner of my garden, and I never knew about you, now did I? <laughs> there. There, that's showing results. Hmm. Yeah. Like an oblong. <laughs> that's queer. Big, flat oblong stone in my garden. <laughs> Dig you up. That's what I'll do. Dig you up. Yes, indeed. Oh, Mrs. Gracie? Mrs. Gracie? Yes,
6: what is it?
3: Mrs. Gracie, come out here. You've got to come out.
6: All right, all right. Now, what in creation is it, Mr. Jeffrey? Mrs. Gracie. Look. 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 For land's sake's alive. What kind of a hole for a tree is that? <coughs> Don't see why in the world you. She...
3: Look, I tell you, look. Is, is it a coffin? Coffin? That size and out of stone? Then what would a coffin be doing in my garden?
6: I never heard of anyone being buried here. It's much too big. Mr.
3: But Gracie, I got it. What? Roman. The Romans left it here. Roman? Well, don't you understand? The Romans, the Romans invaded and lived in Britain over 1,500 years ago. They left it here.
6: Nobody like that lived round here and. Don't you tell me anything different, Mr. Jeffrey.
3: But I am telling you, a room is a coffin.
6: Now, Mr. Jeffrey.
3: Oh, never mind. Mr. Robinson, uh, run over and get Mr. Robinson here. Tell him to bring a couple of men. We've got to dig this thing
6: up. We've got to <clears throat> dig it up. Mr. Jeffrey, it's the sun that struck your head.
3: Now, don't stand there lecturing me. Mr. Robinson, hurry, get in. No,
6: no, I won't. What? Not to dig it up, I won't. To bury it deeper, yes, but not to dig it up. This is... Coffin or one of them heathen, whatever you call it, it makes no difference. If it's been buried here all these years, Uh... then I say cover it over and let it be. There's some things best left deep under the ground.
7: All right, men. Are you ready with the ropes? Uh, Mr. Robinson. Yes, you're ready, Mr. Robertson. Right, you are. How about you, Joe? All ready, Mr. Robinson. Good. Now, when I give the signal, one, two, three, you on that side of the rope, pull, while you on the other side, work on the block and tackle. One, two, and up on three. Have you got it? Uh, we uh, have it. Mr. Robertson, you will be careful. I, I mean nothing. Now, I look mean, here, friend, please, Jeffrey. Go. I've been in the building and excavating trade and constable of this township for 20 years. I know. In all that time, I've given only one thing, and that's satisfaction. Yes, sir. Yes, yes. Now, for so this little stone container. This huh? Judas Priest man is ten foot by three, and heaven knows how heavy. Well, true as that may be to my way of thinking, it's still a small job. If you're worried about my damaging it, you're free to call in one oh, of my no, competitors.
3: No, 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 Mr. Robinson, I want you to
7: handle the matter. Oh, yes, yes. All yes, right, yes, then stay clear, and I'll give the order. No, wait, wait.
3: If you please, Mr. Robinson, wait. Eh? Yeah. That housekeeper of mine, Mrs. Gracie, hmm? she wouldn't want to miss the doings, and I don't know where she's gone off to.
7: If, if you don't wait, Jeffrey, I'm a busy man, so if you'll just stand aside. Uh, no, All right, man. Now don't pull until I give the signal. One, two, three, up within, in, up. Easy there, go. Ringle rope, come to the left. Up with it! Up with it! Get uh, it there! Not too fast, you fool! And get the ready to put under Easy now, No, 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 don't, don't,
3: don't swing it too high. Not too high. Are you dead? Not too high or in the it... No, no! Put
6: it back in the ground! Put it back in the ground like that! Mr.
3: Gracie, what in the way? Get out of the way! Put it
6: back in the ground! In the ground it, it was and in, in, in the ground it belongs. Mr. Gracie, I'm
7: Jeffrey, get, get, get that woman out of the way. Mrs. crazy. are you crazy? You Leave your you woman and brown. get away. My men can't hold me. The tackle is slipping. Look out. Look out. Look out. Look out. Oh. Get on those road, oh. Get on those road. Lift, oh. lift. Oh. Oh. Hurry
3: now. Hurry. Mother oh. in heaven. Oh. It fell right on top of her. Coughing fell right on top of her. Oh, Mrs. crazy.
2: Ah, it's a
8: cruel thing, Mr. Jeffrey. Cruel indeed. Yes. Cruel and yet not cruel. But the ways of the divine providence are beyond our poor mortal understanding. Yes, I shall say that very thing over her grave when we bury the poor woman. As you wish, Reverend. Ah, what a day this has been. More excitement in just a few hours in this village than we've had in a dozen years. I wonder now whether... Ah, almost nine... Well, I'd better be getting back to the church. I have to get everything ready for the service tomorrow. Uh, did you speak to Mr. Carboy about the coffin? Yes. That's good. you pay the good lady proper respect, we will? Well, I'll be on my way. Good night, Reverend. Oh, night. Uh, one thing more, Mr. Jeffrey. Yes? Uh, I didn't want to speak of it uh, in all the excitement before, but I feel I really should. Yes, Reverend? I know you were in quite an emotional state of mind. But do you feel it was quite the proper and respectable thing to do? I mean having that Roman antique brought right here into the house when it, uh, inanimate thing, or it be, was the direct cause of poor Mrs. Grace's death.
3: I wanted the sarcophagus in here, Reverend. Wanted it? But what possible use could that great
8: stone cellar be to you? I've realized it has certain intrinsic value. After the funeral, we'll get in touch with the proper museum authorities in London and have them take care of it. But don't you see, it wasn't quite respectful of the dead, bringing the very thing in here that had caused the tragedy. Not respectful at all, Mr. Jeffrey.
3: It was what I wanted. Good night, Reverend.
8: Uh, but, Mr. Jeffrey, I... Uh... Oh. Uh,
3: good
8: night. Uh, good night. <coughs> this.
3: And Mr. Coffin, as you ran under it, call in the proper authorities. I'm proper authority in Roman things, myself, I am. <coughs> Read the whole Gibbon's "The climb and Fall of the Roman Empire," didn't I? I? Certainly did. Here you are, Mr. Coffin, just where I made them put you, and I did make them, didn't I? Ran right under you, she did. Superstitious old fool. No fault of yours, Mr. Coffin. Yes, you're a big one. Uh, let me see. Uh about ten feet long on this side and and four this way. Uh, it's a discovery that ought to make history that it ought. Wait for experts, should I? What would the experts do? Cart you off to one of those museums are there I'd be? Eh, the man that found you with nothing but a hole in my garden and in your grave in the cemetery to show what had happened. Now, oh, I'd be my own expert, Mr. Corbett. I'd open you up myself right now. And I'd take the blame or credit and no mistake about it. There's uh, that iron bar. Mr. Robinson will wonder where his crowbar went. No wonder, Mr. Coffin. But we'll give it back to him in the morning. Yes, indeed. Yes. Uh, huh? uh, uh. Got you wide open enough to look inside now, haven't I? Experts. I'll show them. Hmm. Uh. I ah, can't see. Matches. Uh, there now. If you don't mind now, Mr. Coffin, I'll bend over to see what you've got inside the. Copy. Got the call. Are you there? Are you there? Uh, Reverend, uh, this is uh, Mr. Jeffrey. Yes, 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 Jeffrey. No, 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 no. Uh, listen to me. That Roman sarcophagus, I just opened it. Inside of it, there's something, a woman, and yet, yet it isn't. I, I, I mean, all oh, Reverend, come over quickly. You see, whatever it is, I don't think it's dead.
8: You must listen to me. I'm a person of understanding, of judgment. I say leave it alone. Don't go near the thing until they get here. Now, I have phoned Dr. Thompson at the British uh, Museum. He's an expert, a qualified
3: expert. Expert. There you go, experting again. Now, now, now. now you shove on that side and I'll pull on with this. <laughs> yes. There, there. That ought to fetch the lid off.
8: It's all against my better judgment. All
3: right. All right. Off with it. <laughs> uh, and she goes, another uh, shove. Uh, 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 oh, we've got it over. Reverend, look. Look at her head. What, what, what in Satan's name is it? lion's head. That's it, a lion's head.
8: Uh, and uh, the body of a woman.
3: And alive. She is alive. Don't be a fool. It's a heathen idol. Stone No, no, oh, it's living skin. I'll touch it. I'll prove it. Huh.
8: It is stone. A blasphemous, heathen thing. We'll cover it up, and in the morning I'll have it buried again. No, no, no. No,
3: you won't. It's mine. Found it on my property. Oh,
8: heaven forgive you. The blood of your poor housekeeper still staining,
3: staining it. Staining it? What are you talking about? Mrs.
8: Grace's blood. See, it's still on it. But. But the
3: outside of the coffin fell on her. This part was closed. But it is blood. Fresh but... blood. Can't be out of you Mr. Jeffrey. Reverend. That woman. A minute ago I felt cold stone. And now it's warm.
8: Can't you walk any faster?
7: Oh, it'll wait, Reverend. Whatever it is, it'll wait. But,
8: but I tell you, he acted like a madman. Practically threw me out of the house bodily because I forgot. Now
7: the... wait a minute, Reverend. Begging your pardon, wait a minute. Me, I don't know a thing about this. I'm sleeping as peaceful as a sheep in the fields when you wake me up. Well, you represent the law in this community? Not begging your pardon. I don't know if there's any representing to do. If you get what I mean, but I told yes, you, yes, sir. You told me that the coffin that killed poor Mrs. Gracie... he dear. opened it. I tell you. And since when is that against the law? Oh, keep walking and keep walking. Begging your pardon, Reverend. I know when I'm walking. Now, now, no. here's the house. Now go in there. Go in there and see for yourself. And that's just what
8: I'm going to do, sir. You see, you see. I demand that you remove the heathen oh. either by force and have it buried in the ground where it belongs. I demand you... it. Uh,
7: hold it, sir. Well. It's me, Mr. Jeffrey. I didn't send for you. I brought him here. Oh, it's you, is it? Now, now Mr. Jeffrey,
8: I feel it my duty to... Beg your
7: pardon, Reverend. As long as you got me out of bed, let me do the talking, oh, if you well, don't well, mind, sir. Well. <clears throat> now, Mr. Jeffrey, I'd like a bit of an explanation. Yes. Explanation, my grandmother. <coughs> Doctor. Oh, yes. Constable. Constable, he slammed the door in our faces. Well, that he did, but, but what of it? He's broke no law that I know of. Then come, come and see for yourself. Eh? Yeah. At the window. What? Uh... Glory
8: be. I see the thing now. It, it, it can't be alive. I don't know. I don't know. Stone, and yet, yet it was warm to the touch. It
7: better not be alive.
3: Why?
8: Why do you say that?
7: Because, look for yourself. Mr. Jeffrey, he's cutting into her with that bit of iron. <laughs>
3: Come in and help me, Mr. Elkington.
6: Oh, uh, I'm right glad to be of service, I am. I'm glad to be of service. But this is devilish hard rock.
3: Yes, yes, it is. But we've got to break the statue open, Mr. Elkington. We've got to. If you say so. Oh, uh, the fools, the constable and the reverend, they'll be back soon with some new ideas about getting into the house now, won't they?
6: I, I suppose so.
3: But they won't stop me. They won't. I've a chance to do something before I die. I make a big discovery, I tell you. They, they won't stop me. We'll have the statue cut open before they get you now, won't we, Mr. Russell? You'll try, I will. Yes, try. yes, 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 yes. Cut it open, and no secret. Something that keeps that stone warm, as if it were placed. that will be a wonderful discovery now, won't it?
6: Oh, that it will.
3: Uh, uh, Faster, Mr. Elkington, faster. I'll try, I'll
6: try. (laughs) Crikey, this stone
3: is so hard. They mustn't stop us. No, 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 no. Faster, Mr. Elkington.
6: Oh!
3: Elkington, why have you stopped?
6: my fingers cramped. I can't open (laughs) the
3: ends. Yes, give it to me. All right, all right. Got to keep working. Got to i know the secret in you, Lionhead. That's the name I've got to give a real Lionhead. The power that's kept the stone and you warm all these senses. I've got to know that, Lionhead. And I will know it. Have to keep working. Come on,
7: now, Reverend, Reverend, you can drive a man too far. I tell you. No, the deal, Constable, is... now we'll tell you. For uh,
8: uh, no. twenty-four hours you've been telling the people of this community that the law won't permit you to do this and the law won't permit you to do that. Well, it won't. But we tell you we won't stand by and permit one of our citizens to indulge in heathen madness and not do something about it. Am
7: I right, gentlemen? Absolutely. But but what can I do? He's in his own home. He's not committing any public nuisance. We've gone over that a hundred times. The fact remains you've got to go
8: in there and stop him. You've got,
7: to, you've got to. You've got
3: to. The hardest stone in the world. they beat you up, huh? Yeah. Mr. Jeffrey, I'm asking you, please stop cutting into it. Speaking of the warmth. Before any of the others tell about it. Or they stopped. Me. Mark, uh, oh, what's that? Not to keep working. That, that sound, Mr. Jeffrey. what is it? I can't talk to you, Mr. Jephry. Important work.
7: But, uh, Mr. Jeffrey, the chisel, why Mr. did you drop it? My, my hand.
3: Like an electric current running through the chisel. Oh, no. No, no, just... Just a weariness in my muscles. Pick up the chisel. yes. Go
7: on. I, I, yes.
6: I, I think I'm going now, no, Mr. No, Jeffrey. No, no,
7: no. You stay where you are. I, I'd You stay you stay there.
3: If I lock the door for you, they'll come in. And I won't let them in
7: before I learn the secret, you hear me? That sound, Mr. Jeffrey, it's like something yeah. burning. You hear? been getting louder and louder. Well, stop. I've got to find the secret of that warmth.
3: Fifteen centuries of war. Mr. Uh, Jeffrey, it's the constable. I don't
7: care. I don't care. Open up. Uh, Open up, Mr. Jeffrey. Uh, you, you won't stop me, you meddling fool. Open up, Mr. No. Jeffrey, in the name of the law. i uh, have got a warrant uh, this time, good uh, and proper.
3: Warrant? Oh, no, no. Oh, Mr. Warth. Jeffrey, you ought to really... No, 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 no. I, I, I'm almost finished. Go away. Go away we uh, Dr. Peter Thompson from the museum. Mr. Jeffrey, I warn you. No, no, Open no. up or
7: we'll break yeah. down
3: the door. Mr. Jeffrey, I no, beg no, of no, you, please. No, 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 they won't stop me. But I'm almost through. I tell you, I'm frightened, I am. I'm broken through to the middle of my statue. I'll find out a secret and no one else. There. My chisel breaking through. Uh, it, it, it's hollow. breaking through. Uh, in a second I know! In
7: a second I
6: know! Uh, oh! Help! Somebody uh,
7: help! Uh, Mr. Jeffrey! Oh, Mr. Jeffrey! He's on fire! He's on fire!
6: All right.
7: All right, men. Quiet down. Nothing more we can do. Mr. Jeffery is dead. Such a horrible way to die. It was the lantern. Set him afire, I guess. No, 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 it wasn't that. Hey, what say, Mr. Elkington? I saw it all. A flame come out of the statue. You're damn man. No, I swear it's the truth. I saw it. Professor Thompson, you, you tell him. What did you see as you came through the door? There was a flame from it. But, really, But how can there be? Flame from a statue? And the
3: Romans went down to Egypt. Professor, tell us, what is it?
7: What is this
3: statue? The lioness headed goddess Sectnet. Well? And they worshipped her as the goddess of fire. <laughs>
0: guys that does it for mr arch obler and his lights out performance on the show for this morning i hope you guys enjoyed his performance join me in the coming weeks as this coming tuesday as i bring back for her second appearance on the show writer and producer miss lucille fletcher and this coming friday guys I welcome to the show Mr. Spike Jones and the following week after I welcome Mr. Red Skeleton to the program and join me next Tuesday night guys as we finish off our writers producers and directors month for last month this month as I bring back to the show Mr. Robert Newman in two episodes guaranteed to chill our spines and then starting the Tuesday after next I bring spooktober for the month of october so join me all next month for that as well you can follow me on your favorite podcast platforms such as spotify google apple and wherever else you get your podcast just type in mystery and comedy old time radio podcast and it should pull my podcast right up if you're new to the podcast welcome Please go back and listen to my first episode on Mr. Orson Welles. And if you're a regular listener, thank you for your support. Please like, comment, and share. And sometime later on next month, guys, I will be releasing in the description my Facebook page. I will be releasing the link here in a few weeks. So, please stay tuned for that. And, once again, guys, always remember to enjoy the show. Have a great day. Thanks.